0: It's time for everyone's favorite talk show, All About
1: Food, where we answer the questions that have been eating us alive. Is a hot dog a sandwich or a mystery of the universe? How much caffeine can I actually drink?
2: And how did a corned beef sandwich almost ruin a 1981 NASA space mission? And here, to enlighten us, are everyone's favorite Epicureans,
1: John and Norm! Norm!
2: Hey, welcome into another episode of Dishon with John and Norm. I'm John Champion and I'm Norman Lau. And you know, each week on Dishon, we love to talk about, well, we talk about food. That's why you're here, that's why we're here and we cover a multitude of topics in depth and uh, with our own our own approach, our own opinions. Now, uh, Norman, you you mm-hmm. know th- that as soon as we started the show, right? We started getting so many emails about mm-hmm. today's topic and yeah i mean look like we, I mean, we've had our disagreements in the past but sure yeah
1: yeah yeah you know john one of the things that i've always loved about doing Dishin with you is the level of respect that we have when it comes to our disagreements you know and we're both obviously epicureans of of our own nature of, of a certain stripe and of a certain experience level sure uh, sure. That's that's why we wanted to do this. That's why I think that uh, we have a lot in common when we talk about foods. But there's just there are certain things that I think that one the the debate of them can't be overlooked for the general population, the general uh, conversation at large. But two, some things that you're you know people are just absolutely wrong about. Well, okay, but but look, like, that, that that's why I say, I didn't want to get off on the wrong foot here. When when I said
2: disagreements, mm-hmm. I mean people can go back; they can listen to episode thirteen about mm-hmm. uh, pineapple on pizza, and I know that mm-hmm. that was contentious, but it, it was still lighthearted. It was still fun. Um, sure, you can go back and listen to episode. I think it was. Thirty-six, so not that long ago, uh, mm-hmm. when we were talking about uh, California rolls, I still maintain that they are not sushi. You, uh, <laughs> I, look, I, I'm surprised we're still friends. Okay, really. look, I mean, I mean, you put okay. up a good argument, and, and I, right. I there there are so many points that you made that I agree with, and I get I
1: get where you're coming from. I can respect that. Yeah, we're from Cal- we were from I was from California. You're still from California. How can you not say that a roll that's made in California is not a sushi roll? I, look, I, I can say it's a roll. I can say it's made with rice. I can say that it's from California. I don't
2: have to call it sushi. I don't, you know?
1: <laughs> the definition is in the food itself. Look, I man, mean, I don't understand that. Look, I,
2: I'm not going to relitigate this with you. People can go back and listen to the all show, right, right. and that's right. fine. But but okay. my, my point was from the beginning of this okay. episode, you know, we started getting emails right away, and people saying, okay, you, you got to talk about this. You gotta, it's my, one of my favorite foods. I can't um, wait until you guys do a edition episode about bacon. And, right. okay, look. Let's start it off on common ground here. I love
1: bacon. Mm. You love bacon.
2: Mm.
1: Oh, really? Well, no, well let, let's define, you know, let's define what we're talking about here. I mean, is, is it in itself a food or is it a subset of a certain understanding of this cut of pork? Okay. Well,
2: okay. Well, you just said pork. And I'm gonna mm-hmm. say that I uh, yeah primarily when you say to me bacon I'm thinking pork belly and I'm thinking you know cured sometimes smoked mm-hmm. uh, I, I love the crunch I love the fattiness I love the saltiness there's so much about bacon that I love now now look I I've stepped out of the uh, the pork bacon before I've had some beef bacon before which is mm-hmm. great because you know different flavor profile than bacon but you can still take a cut that very easily stays in the bacon realm. stays in, sure. in the, in the ba- bacon world, all right? There mm-hmm. was a time, there was a, I, I want to say in the 80s, there was a time that I got introduced to turkey bacon. And for a minute there, I thought, well, this is fine. This is an alternative. This is and you know what? I matured and I mm-hmm. realized that it was trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so so yeah. I, I I'm just I'm stepping away from turkey bacon. I mean, maybe somebody out there can bring me a turkey bacon that I would love, but I'm I'm firmly in the bacon is pork belly camp. Mm-hmm. May, maybe the occasional beef bacon to uh, to break things up. But today's topic, uh, well, look,
1: I, do you want to introduce it because I, I'm I'm already feeling a little worked up from it. No, I mean I understand. You know, it there there's we've been all raised a certain way. You know. Sometimes because we don't really have a choice in life to uh, to dine and have certain dining habits, uh, whether whether you know we've made a choice for ourselves to be you know um, carnivores uh, of which is in mm-hmm. the human nature. That's fine because that is part of our DNA. But then some of us actually educate ourselves and then look at more sustainable, more alternative ways of being able to feed the population oh. of the world. Oh, okay, okay, we're going there. Yeah. Okay, yeah, go yeah. ahead, go ahead. Mm-hmm. And that is with. Alternative food sources i.e alternative ways to produce foods that are essentially procured by slaughter and that is what beef uh, pigs chickens mm-hmm. any living animal I mean if you're if you're comfortable with uh, essentially murdering livestock you know for your sustenance that's fine that's your choice um, but at the same time though I think that that is a very isolated very uneducated way of looking forward at food so we should look at the way that say bacon can be created in a more alternative less murderous fashion that's vegetarian bacon
2: okay Uh, okay so look i i mean uh i didn't expect to turn on the mic today and uh be lumped together with murderers that's Mm. uh, okay okay fine i I get it that you're going there see what i wanted to do was come on today but i didn't
1: i didn't say that you're extrapolating that
2: oh uh, oh okay fair Fair, okay, yeah. all right, all right, all right. So, so um, I, yeah, so offense okay. not taken. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, mm. uh, what I'm really concerned about today is that you know, using the word bacon too broadly, and you know, mm-hmm. we try to narrow down what it is. I'm very concerned with what it isn't because when you talk about bacon, I'm talking about a meat product. I'm talking about its deliciousness on, on all things. But then, can you use the term too broadly, and that brings us to vegan bacon. And I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I'm sorry, but but I'm just going to start out with the the very notion that vegan bacon, it is a misnomer. It, it is creating a, uh, it, it's almost like those uh, plastic food models that you see all over Japan, which are lovely, and they're beautiful, and they're representations of a food, but they are not the food themselves, and that is how I feel about vegan bacon.
1: I think before, I'm going to try and collect my thoughts here, and this is a really tune way of saying, let's use the ad break okay. so that I can actually formulate a cohesive argument against the, the sheer ignorance of what I've just heard. So let's take a break for a second.
0: This party's kind of fun, but the food is kind of gross. Yeah. And what is up with this silverware? Yeah, it's hideous. I'm glad you said something. Yeah, it's so weird. I don't know where they got this. Yeah, I totally hate it. Yeah, I think I'm really over this. I think we should head out and go somewhere a little bit more futuristic. Ooh, good idea. Has this happened at one of your parties? That's because you hired the wrong caterer. You should have gone with Champion Catering. Champion Catering, delivering not only out of this world food, also flatware and plateware. That's right. Do you need to pump up your next party? Well, then you need Champion Catering, home of the Space Space. Fork, the Space Plate, the Space Knife, the Space Cup, everything comes from space. Space. And if you call now for a limited time only, Champion Catering will throw in space napkins. What? When you need to make sure your next party is an out of this world success, you need to call Champion Catering. Wow, this food is amazing. It's so good. Yeah, I love it. Wow, I am so impressed with all this stuff. Isn't it amazing? It's amazing. I can't believe they decorated so well. Look at all the amazing things here. I know, look at the utensils. They are so cool. We need to get the name of the person who made this design. Yeah, I need to book them for my next party. Let Champion Catering take your party into the next
1: galaxy space. Edition with John and Norm. Well, I'm glad that I got my thoughts collected, because I think this is, this is more important than I think any grand disagreement that we have. I mean, we have disagreed in the past, you're right, John, and we've mm-hmm. both come to certain conclusions most of the time, of which you were wrong. But Oof. Oof. Okay. in this case, okay. in, you know mm-hmm. in, in this case, I mean, I'm glad that you brought up the, the, the facsimile of these kind of like Japanese plastic models, because that's what the uneducated would assume vegetarian bacon would taste like, but if you really understood how to taste these alternative forms of food, you would find that their texture, their appearance, uh, their aroma, their entire way of being able to represent that which you don't have to take life for outweighs the, the genuine quality, the the genuine article of something that literally is being turned and and uh, turned into product from a slaughterhouse. See, there you
2: go again, Norman. And this is something that you do, you know, you you're saddling the debate with the uh the moral hate energy. And mm. that that's what I I'm trying to separate myself from. I'm trying to sort of focus on the food itself and, and understand like is this food representative? Is this the platonic ideal of what this food should be or is this just a pretender to the throne? And whereas I can get on board with the many variations of a pork-based bacon and, uh, and a beef bacon or something like that, I, I think... If turkey bacon is a bridge too far, I'm just going to come right out and say it, that vegan bacon isn't bacon. It should call itself something else. It's just like if I were to buy a, uh, you know, a a vegan chicken substitute, why even call it chicken? Why not just call it dense, chewy, uh, uh, you know, off-white colored protein substitute, which you are free to grill or fry or put into nugget form? Then mm-hmm. I think I would be uh, much more. Oh, you
1: are really gonna bring chicken nuggets into this equation? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the, yeah. the pressed, the pressed version of basically the Velveeta of chicken. Yeah, foods. Yeah,
2: yeah, because right. uh, because look, look, a, a Velveeta pressed chicken version of that still made from chicken. Not gonna say it's great. Not going to say it's super enjoyable. Not going to say it's my first choice. But mm-hmm. once you start making something that is completely removed from the original uh, the original concept, the original construct of what it is, why at that point are we still calling it chicken? I, I don't think you need to.
1: Mm-hmm. But I think that the the bigger issue that we really need to look at here is the sustainability of what we're trying to do. If you can coax people into reframing or relearning what food is, then they don't have to use the strict definition of said food or the said harvesting of said food, i.e., again, murder, to procure that food. Because when you really think about it, if you can replace X with Y and replace every single concept That X brings to the table with what Y brings to the table, but doing so in a way that can be sustained for future generations. Why wouldn't we want to take that opportunity? See, I'm going to ask you this, though,
2: because uh, I, I do think that a pork bacon can be sustainable. Um, but I'm going to ask you this. So you're talking about, does it match, you know, d- does it actually live up to that expectation? And if you put vegan bacon in front of me and you say, here you go, th- this is made out of uh, rice paper or coconut shavings, or I don't know, some amalgamated protein substitute. Um, and you say, here you go, John, I'm going to make you a beautiful BLT. I'm going to make you the most gorgeous. We got heirloom tomatoes. We have the most perfectly crisp fresh lettuce we've got some homemade mayonnaise uh we we've got vegan some vegan mayonnaise yeah whatever uh What's and saying? you put that all on yeah. on, on on some delicious multigrain bread but instead of that thick cut smoky fatty salty bacon bacon real bacon we're going to mm-hmm. put in a couple of strips of brown colored uh, chewy, crispy, maybe overly salty, artificial-tasting vegan bacon, I'm going to walk right away from you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw that sandwich in the trash.
1: Of course, because it tastes terrible. You, you're already framing the food as tasting in a certain way that is unpalatable. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is, imagine, if you will, a baby who's never tasted food before, and now you start feeding this baby this food. And you tell them that's this and they don't know anything other than this is the way that food should be that baby's eating cleaner healthier more sustainable food that they don't know the difference from because Much like anything else their worldview hasn't been framed in a certain barbarism that we're doing now See I never thought we would get to the show where my co-host
2: advocates lying to babies and yet and yet that's where we are, you you know, I, uh, you, you know, come on, here, man. I mean, uh, tell, yeah, tell the baby that up is down, tell them that down is up, left is right. You know, that that's where we are. And I'm sorry, but bacon is far too precious for, for that to be the thing that we do to our future generations.
1: I mean, let's look at it this way. Mm-hmm. When babies eat applesauce or stewed carrots or baby food, you know, the, the brands that people are like, I'm going to eat that. I can't eat that. I'm an adult. Of course you can eat that. You know why? Because it's the same food that we're eating now. It's just packaged differently and marketed differently. Marketing has such incredible branding power to people's psyche. And if you're going to say, if somebody actually out there let's say, uh, the XYZ marketers of the world have billions of dollars to throw at murdering innocent animals for the sake of your BLT or for pizza or whatever, for bacon bits for your salad then they can use that exact same amount of money to reframe people's understanding of a far better, far more conscious-driven food source.
2: You know, I, I didn't think it would come to this. I, you know, 47 episodes later, I didn't think it would come to um, uh, me feeling attacked and uh, feeling like um, I'm being lumped in with uh, murderers uh, for my love of bacon. And I think this is it. I, I think I'm gonna, I think we're just gonna put a pin in it and uh, I think Dishon with John and Norman, I think it's over. I'm
1: All right, sure. so think about it this way. Mm-hmm. So you said you, you feel pinned in, mm-hmm. you feel attacked, you feel lumped in with murderers. That's exactly what a pig feels mm-hmm. when they're about to get slaughtered for your food. Mm-hmm. So think about that.
2: Yeah, yeah I'm going to think about that. I'm going to think about how delicious that real BLT is made with the real B. Bee.
0: You've been listening to Dishin with John and Norman starring John Champion and Norman Lau. Tune in next week to see if we actually have a show. Edition with John and Norm is a production of Section 31 and a proud member of the Voyager Podcast Network. Remember, there's coffee in that nebula. You've been listening to a Voyager Network
2: Podcast. By the way, I'm still recording because... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> This is ridiculous. This is stupid. Uh, This does not reflect
1: uh, (laughs) uh, our feelings toward each other. (laughs) This is all a construct. (laughs) That's like, that's the love of just getting into something and just doing improv, man. You know, like just getting into it. Happy April Fools, everybody.
2: (laughs) All right, take care.